and welcome to the Writer's Corner live show. We're doing something completely differently this week. I'm your host, Bridgette Lombanda from Cape Town in South Africa. I am a live video talk show host and I'm passionate about social needs such as the water and the energy crisis that we've got in South Africa. And it's not just, just a South African problem, it's something that happens all over the world. And something else that I'm incredibly passionate about is uh, special needs education as well as responsible social media. Um, and on this show, we usually will introduce you to either uh, very, very successful authors or aspiring new authors. But today, my co-host and I, Mary, are just going to have a chat. And so Mary is an award-winning author of the Children's Foolishness book series. She's also busy working on a mini-series. She's a mom of three beautiful inspirations, and the youngest little one is running around today. So if you hear a cute little voice in the background, <laughs> that is her little young inspiration for her Foolishness book series. Yes. Um, so hey, Mary, welcome to the show. Hi, so glad to see you today, and I'm so excited to be here to talk to you. And yes, he's he's sitting right here beside me, and he's watching us right now. And then you can see a caricature of him in the background because that's the the cover of the new book, and it is it is based off of him. Um, and it's really fascinating how um, you know in life we really never know what's going to happen ahead of time, of course, because we don't have crystal balls to see ahead of time. So we never know when inspirations are coming for us uh, in any kind of format whatsoever, crisis, joy, you know, uh, loss, um, just, you know, uh, climbing that, getting up that mountain of something you've been trying to pursue forever and ever. And, you know, so it's really interesting where all the different inspirations come because for me, being around um, him so much, and then I have two other children, they, all three of them, inspire me all the time. I, I take notes a lot because I'm like, oh, that would be a book. Oh, that could be a poem. Oh, that could be a story, you know, kind of thing. Or that could be a blog post even or something to come on and talk about because there's so many, um, there's so many subjects is just kind of never ending. I mean, like I've written a book that is, I've got to find an illustrator for and it was, it happened last year. It happened last year. Shh, cutie. Um, <laughs> it happened last year. He was coming out of the shower and had on his little towel that looks like a superhero, you know, like he had the mask on his face. That was the top of the towel. Oh, yeah. And he went running by and I was like, oh, there's a book, you know? And so it's called Silly Superheroes and, and it'll, you know, it'll be out hopefully in the next year and a half. And, and so it's all about, I mean, there's, there's just right there. I went and wrote it in 20 minutes because it just all boom came, you know? So it just, sometimes it happens that way. It doesn't always happen that way. But I, I do think that um, if you, if children's books are your thing and you're surrounded by it, it sure does make it easier to come up with material. Oh, absolutely. And it's the hello to everyone on LinkedIn. Joseph Carabas says hello on LinkedIn. Oh, hi, Joseph. <laughs> we have to have him back. We have to have him back on sometime soon. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it's amazing, you know, how inspiration comes in different shapes and forms. And um, I think, you know, you often say how you travel with a notebook because sometimes something comes to you and you want to just write it down, you know, um, and not let that thought kind of go. Because nothing's like being in the moment and just going with the flow as it is. Um, yeah. Because, you know, you'll yeah. lose it. Yeah, it doesn't, and and I know I find for myself, and I think we we've talked about this with other uh, authors on the show, is that say you're woken up at like two or three o'clock in the morning, four or five or whatever, and there's an idea that comes or thoughts or maybe a poem or whatever that comes to you, and you're like, for me sometimes I'm like, oh, I'll just do it when I get up. I'm so tired right now, you know, you're <laughs> in that sleep awake state, and you wake up in the morning and you go oh, yeah, I lost it. You know what I mean? And you're so mad at yourself because they're like, that looks, sounded so cool, you know? And so, yeah, you really do. I mean, even if it's in the middle of the night, you just have to get your butt up and just write it down or even just take your phone and audio record it if you can, you know, because that really does come in handy. Because sometimes I do, if I'm thinking about something that I want to work on, um, you know, maybe I have a conversation with somebody, even sometimes you and I get off from talking and then ideas will come. And so then I'll put it on my, on my phone recorder, which is fantastic to do um, because you really can't write and drive at the same time. You're not supposed to talk and drive either, but you certainly can record yourself while you're driving. Um, and so it's amazing that that inspiration is there. Um, and you got to be open to, I guess you need to also be open to it. You got to surrender to that inspiration coming in your life and not so much go looking for it. Just know that it could pop up at any moment, at any time. Like you might even hear a news story. Um, um, you know, like I know a couple of weeks ago, there was a news story that happened here in the, where I live. And so I was actually tagged on Facebook about it. And um, it instantly inspired me for saying, and this, this would be more of like a, a special, a special need advocacy kind of thing and helping our children. And so then it was like, I went and feverishly got on my laptop and uh, wrote all this stuff down real quick. You know why it was like, why it was like sitting there boiling. I was like, yeah, I got to get this out now. So, uh, um, but you know, for people who are stuck, like I know you have material in your life that you can write about. You have quite a few different things that you, I think at some point, whenever it's your choice to do so, or you find the time or go, Hey, I really do want to write about this. Sometimes there are things we want to keep to ourselves and just our families, but you have a plethora of material that you can write about yourself and not just all the live streaming you do, but all the things that you're passionate about, you know, and, and the things that you've learned that you can turn around and teach people how to do or say, Hey, this worked really well for me. This didn't work well. Don't do this, do this kind of thing. Uh -huh. Um, oh, and yes. And, and I was, I had, was listening to a, a webcast last week and it was about a, a gentleman who, who's been very, very successful and he was teaching about the things he did that were the mistakes. Don't do this. You know, I did really well. Then I did this and it messed everything up. So don't do this. Stay in, you know, go this path. And, and he's, he's one who teaches a lot about self-publishing and it is, those kind of things are very interesting. Your self-publishing versus traditional publishing. And then the different kinds of publishing out there that there is, you've got your traditional people, uh, publishing houses. Um, most of them, I think don't do advances a lot these days because there are so many people trying to get published. Um, uh -huh. 
But when you're trying to get published, you do need to remember that you're pretty much a dollar sign to anybody who's looking to, you know, if you're trying to find a publisher, you have to write out your marketing plan. Like how do you plan to market your book? Why should they look at your book more than Joe Schmo's next door to you, you know, because they get all these submissions. So what makes you different than anybody else? And it's kind of like anything out there that we're trying to do these days, whose horn toots the loudest, you know, whose colors yeah. shine the brightest or who has that kind of crooked edge that really is, there's a niche for it that somebody's looking for that. Somebody needs that, you know? So um, I think nowadays more than ever, you have to be creative in your creations itself, you know, and it makes it challenging, but what it does too, the cool side of it is it makes us grow as humans. It makes oh, us, absolutely. yeah, we yeah. have to stretch sure. that, that part of ourselves to go, okay, what can I do that's really different? I mean, like take for instance on YouTube, right? I know all the laws have changed and stuff, but in the last several years, you've got Ryan's world for any parents out there who have kids. They've made 20 plus million dollars a year the last two years off of what they did. They did something totally different than anybody else. But now everybody's on the bandwagon trying to do the same thing. But um, it's amazing how people are becoming creative and the, the ways to sell your books are um, there's so many different ways that you can sell books now. That's great that oh, we have absolutely. avenues. Yeah. I just want to acknowledge what Joseph says here. Joseph agrees yeah. with what we said earlier. He says, yes, keep a pen and pad at your bedstand. He says, sometimes he's afraid to move unless, you know, he may wake up his partner. <laughs> <laughs> and she always, she always, what, is it, what does he say? She'll always feel me stirring and say, better write that down. So at least he's, you know, <laughs> at least she's encouraging. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's got her trained. Like she knows what's happening. That's really cool, actually. Good for him because you really do have to have that support around you, you know. Um, and uh, it it makes it easier to do what you want to do when you're a writer. When you have people, it for me, I, I've had to kind of retrain my whole family because I've been a mom for so long that it's like, okay, mom needs to do this now for herself. So I need everybody else to support me and pitch in, you know, so I need to be writing. So can somebody else handle dinner or can you please go empty the dishwasher? And they need to be doing that stuff anyways. But I'm saying when I've learned, I've learned through parenting efficiency is not the best thing sometimes <laughs> because we don't teach really well when we do that. Right. I mean, we can teach. And you know, the thing is we've got to be specific. Um, yes. Joseph says, it's the other way around that, you know, she has him trained. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So let's talk a bit about the people we're going to have on the show or the authors we can have on the show for the next couple of weeks. We've got some exciting people coming up yes. um, over the next four or five so weeks. Well, yeah, until the, probably the end of March. And, and we've got other people waiting to get on the show. Um, so, you know, anybody out there who would like to be interviewed on our show, go to our Writer's Corner Live um, show, I guess, live TV group. Yeah, I think it'd be the yeah. group page. Go there and send us a message that you'd love to be on the show. You know, we are a G-rated family show. So just keep that in mind, depending on what you're writing about. You know, if it's writing about a lot of kind of things that are outside that realm, 
we probably will not interview you just because we're keeping it this way. You know, we both are, we both are moms and we have families and we want to keep it family friendly. Um, and, uh, but we love all kinds of genres though. That's the really fun thing about this. Don't we, we get to meet so many, you know, horror writers and thrillers very, and romance. Very diverse, and, you know, which is, mm -hmm. um, which is wonderful. All kinds of genres and, um, people from all around the world, which makes it even better because everybody's experience is slightly different. Yeah, um, absolutely. And how they approach it, you know, that always fascinates me that you can have somebody who's got a similar genre, but, you know, the way that they've approached things are completely different. Um, you know, just their whole process of writing, why they've written it, um, how they decided on an illustrator, how they decided to self-publish or go the traditional route. Every story is completely different. And yet on some level, you can relate to what people are saying. Well, we all end up, no matter what anybody's story is, we're all, we all have that same goal. We want to, we want to get a book out there. We want people to love it. it. We want it to be a bestseller. We want to do really well. We want it to bring um, inspiration, motivation, um, education, uh, moments of laughter, moments of tears, you know, um, people who write their memoirs and self journeys is, you know, uh, going through that with people. So, you know, it's funny, everybody comes from all these different, they come from all different kinds of ways and directions, but all end up wanting to end up in the same spot. It's very fascinating to look at it that way. I know. And we've, we've had some amazing coincidences. I mean, I, I, I don't think I told you, I met Jane on Saturday. Oh, yes. Yes. Jane. yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask you. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah. Because we're going to have her. Uh, I think we're going to actually probably have her on both shows because um, she has a book, but she also is an advocate for special needs. And that's how Jane and I met, Dr. Jane White and I met. And so, how was that meeting? How fun. But let's just tell everyone I mean, this is so coincidental. So, you're in, uh, in Nashville. Uh -huh. um, in the in the US and I'm in Cape Town in South Africa and so you happen to meet Dr. Jane White in Tennessee at a special at a special need resource event yes right and she turns out to be from Cape Town in South Africa she's currently here mm -hmm. and she's met you we haven't met in person and I've now met her I mean this is just insane I think that fun <laughs> it's so so cool so I feel like now I've met you we've met in person right we've known each other for almost three I think three over years. three years yes yeah. and and we have this great relationship that feel that just been like I mean, it's just been amazing from the beginning. And we have other uh, friends in our group that we just love very much. And all of us are from different areas. There are two of us in the States and you're in Cape Town and then one's in Australia and one's in England. And so uh, we just, you know, it's it's amazing. Well, we have three of us in the state, that, that's right. Uh, because now um, Emily's out West. I keep thinking about her in between Kathy and I. But she's uh, moved. Yes. So, uh, we just, but we still have that family feel and it's really nice to have that with women. Um, and we're all doing different things except you and I were brought together this way and, and it's just been fascinating. And, and to meet Jane, what a, it makes the world seem really small. She happens to be from where you are. And then she lives here where I am about 35 minutes from me. So it's so cool. Absolutely. She's a lovely woman and cannot wait to actually interview her. Um, you know, we met just up the road from where I live 
and um, it was amazing seeing her and spending some time with her and can't wait to have as a guest on the show. Um, you know, we spent a bit of time talking. I met her husband and met her mom. Oh, uh, as well, which was lovely, lovely. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah, she's a really great lady. And um, I'm, I'm, I think she and I are going to be working on, together on a couple of things. Um, and um, she is very, she's, she's taking her medical knowledge and then using it for retreats. I think she, she may have told you. And she then, has. So what is so amazing about her that's different is, um, she became a doctor later in her life, a medical doctor, um, but she was able to bring together her entrepreneurial skills that she acquired before she became a medical doctor. And she's been able to marry those two skills uh, amazingly, and now she wants to share that with others. And, um, you know, she was a hospital administrator for a couple of years, uh, in, I think in, in Tennessee. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, and now she's got you know a couple of things up her sleeve that she would also like to start live streaming about, and you know for me that's the exciting thing about live streaming is how we can take an idea or our business and literally take it beyond the four walls in which we do business. Um, so we're basically sort of you know flattening the walls and opening up our business not just locally but globally um, yeah. through live streaming. I mean, it's, if it wasn't amazing. for live streaming, we would never have met. Absolutely. I mean, there, there, we just would never have met because you're not coming to the States and I'm not going to Cape Town anytime soon. So, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and it's beautiful. It's absolutely amazing. Um, I love it. it. It really, I don't know, you get to meet so many cool people on, you know, through this kind of stuff, through live streaming and the live streaming kind of uh, circle of people and everybody is usually so far everyone i've met has been very highly motivated very supportive very positive they're really all trying to get their groove going and and be successful and, and make something of themselves in the, in the world and contribute to the world in a really positive way you know so it's wonderful i know so um so who have you got coming up next week Okay, so my calendar is not right in front of me, but I do know next week we have Mike Toll. I think that's how we say his name. It's T-O-W-L-E. Now, he lives here where I live, and we met actually on LinkedIn. So uh, he oh, wow. is, yeah, so he's written, oh my gosh, how many books did he tell me? He's written a lot of books, a lot of books he has published. And he's, and I'm getting, you know what, I Thornton Klein, who we, who is one of our friends, right? He's written about 34 books. And then there's another author I want to get on who's written over a hundred that are published. Um, and Mike um, is a best-selling author. He's been very, very successful. Um, he's was, has been in the military. Um, so he and I discussed kind of my dad and what my dad used to do. Um, a long time ago. Um, so I'm very excited about having him on. And then we have Jen Turner coming back this month. Jen Turner was on with us with her first book. And now she's got her second book in her series. And hers are, um, okay, hi. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Carson. <laughs> okay, stop. Sit down, please. Oh, my word. Okay, so see, I'm talking about inspiration here, right? All right, here we go. We're going to have some goldfish and sit here where mommy's talking to Bridgetti in the world, right? 
I love it. That's real life, folks. That's what that's what means being a parent and working, right? <laughs> when you're at home with your kids. Um, so Jen, um, yes. Yeah, so her second book is coming. I think her second book was just released and she actually has changed professions. Now, I, I don't know if anybody will be watching who watched the first time we interviewed Jen, but Jen worked. She was as amazing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Cause she works with cardiology and she's with yeah. the life and death situations with parent, with patients, but she is now got a new position she can tell us all about. So I'm really excited to have her on. And, um, then we have Lisa, Vanderwack, I think is the way that we say her name. And I met her online. She is an inspirational, motivational speaker, and she's a best-selling author and she talks to women. And so I'm excited about bringing her on because we've never had her on either before. So it's fun to have, it's really fun to bring authors back on who have, uh, are on their second, third, fourth, fifth, whatever book it is. And then it's really fun to, to have um, new authors on. Um, because they can talk to us about their journeys and what they did to get where they are because it's so different, like you said, for everybody. But it's so fun to hear about people's next books and everything. Because like we we interviewed, um, Dan, is it Dan, was it Daniel? David McDaniel, okay. And David was one of those ones we interviewed and his first book was like 200,000 words. So the publisher made him cut it in half. So then his second one has been um, released and he's doing very well with his second book as well. But it's fun to follow their journeys and to see how they're doing and and to also hear what are they doing that works for them? Like what is yeah. successful for them? You know, because the marketing, um, like we talked to, um, um, to uh, Brian huh? last week. Brian. We talked to Brian last oh, week. Yes. Yeah. I drew a blank for a second. Sorry. So we're talking to Brian last week and, you know, we were talking about how he's been in certain genres and now he's jumped into children's and the marketing for each one is so different, you know, because you, you've got a whole different variety of people that you have to kind of, you know, get a hold of. And, you know, it's harder when well, you're, he, you're was, huh? he was amazing. I mean, the, the genres that he covers are so vastly different. Yes. Most authors will kind of stick to something that's fairly similar. Uh, even though the books may be different, but they stick to this, the same genre. But he's gone from one thing to another, and they're vastly different. You know, it's it's amazing that he's able to do that. Absolutely, absolutely. And I know there's somebody I'm going to give him a shout out here soon. Kevin Kennedy is somebody that I want us to interview, and he's actually a lawyer who's written quite a few books, and he does have some children's books, and he likes to bring kids into the law firm a lot and teach them and educate them that way. And he does go out to the schools and talk to kids and he has his own TV show. So he is a very colorful, um, you'll get a kick out of him. Kevin, Kevin's a cool, he's, he's really very awesome and interesting and a lot of fun to be with. So, you know, there's, I don't think we'll ever be, hopefully never, we'll never run out of authors to interview. <laughs> I don't think so. We've, we've usually got a long list of authors waiting to get onto the we show. Um, I'm do. also excited about having Kasha um, on the show soon. You know, she's been taking care of her mom has got cancer um, and her book has gone bestseller um, while she had so much going on in her life. So that is amazing. Um, I'm, so excited. Then, I'm so excited for her. So that's a little bit of a light at the tunnel of darkness that she's in, been in. 
Absolutely. And, you know, Darshan, we've had on twice already, and we're looking forward to having him on a third time on the show. But he's got such a wealth of information um, and experience to share. I mean, he's just his journey. I never get tired of listening to his journey. And, you know, the way I know. That he writes every book, there's just so much, you know, that he's got to share that's useful to new authors. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, he's, he's, he's made himself his own like entity because he has, he's created his own publishing house. He has created his own network, a uh, radio TV network. And then he has his own cologne, which I think is really cool. And he's one of the, <laughs> I, know, I, know, right? I know like, okay, stud man. And then, uh, and he has his own merch and he, uh, and it's really cool. I've looked at, he's got, so he has uh, children's books and um, he has shoes and backpacks with the cover of the books on them, like the theme. So it's really super cute. And now he's talking about, um, he's in conversations with being, with taking his um, children's book series onto Netflix and Hulu. So like for any authors out there who are wanting to get into that, I mean, he's going to have a lot of great information, um, you know, for that. And he does do marketing and um, he is one of those this we were talking about publishers earlier so you have traditional and then you have your like indie publishers they're more they're smaller and then you but they're traditional too but then some of them do traditional publishing and then they also do hybrid which is um they can um help you with your publishing journey to get self-published with all the marketing stuff but then you still do it on your own getting you know do you go do self-publishing as opposed to traditional having <laughs> for you, which means they, they get your ISBN number, which is like your barcode for your book that you have to have. And, um, and they do the printing and, you know, they make their money off of your sales and you make money off of your sales. And so, uh, traditionally published means you never put money up front. Um, and, but the thing people need to understand, it doesn't matter really who that, um, you go with or get published by, or you publish yourself marketing is marketing and that never goes away you still have to it's do that a huge yeah it's a huge part of being uh, an author and something that you should never take for granted because there's a lot of work you know either way you look at it look if you i think if you are an established um author and you've got tons of bestsellers under your belt um and you know you write in a genre that um is well known and that, that you're famous for you may not have to do that much work eventually but right. if you're a first-time author and even if you've authored maybe the first five six times it still is a lot of work um so you've yes. got to be prepared to put in the time to market your book yes and then i think you know the going rule the going rule of thumb is uh five to ten years to get where you want to be as an author to take for it to get where you want it to be um you shouldn't go into it for the money unless you already have money going into it. And then you can help your sales that way because you're pouring a lot of your own money into it and getting your books out there far and wide. Otherwise you need to just kind of know. It's definitely hey, not a, a get rich quick scheme. Writing a book is not a get rich quick scheme. You've got to no. know that um, right. up front, you know, and right. oftentimes you've got to put in quite a bit of money into the marketing to, to get it out there. Um, so if you're doing this for the money, 
then don't even start it. Right. But there's a lot of free things you can do also, you know, like your public libraries, your local libraries are free, your schools are free. Um, you know, usually you, you can find radio shows to be on that are free and podcasts that are free to be on. And um, sometimes TV shows that are, you know, since I started over two years ago, or almost were coming up on, well, let's see, 2017 was when I was first published. Uh <clears throat> almost three years now when I from the time I started till now there were four radio shows that I've been on a couple of times none of them exist anymore so you just have to keep searching you just have to keep researching things, things change Joseph says he mm -hmm. thinks best saladim is different today than it was 20 to 30 years ago pre-social media so again social media has been a game changer for everything including authors Right. Because look at people who do videos. Like, for instance, um, we've never had uh, DJ Pryor on, but I, I interviewed him and you did that. You you did the video for me, you know, put it all together. <laughs> he's a he's a hoot. We've got to have him on the oh show sometime. I know. He's such an he's such a funny nut. Oh, my gosh. I just love him. You have to go look up um, Destin Pryor on YouTube and watch his videos. But, you know, he had that video with his child just sitting there talking to his little 18 month old about the TV show. He's watching empire that I guess it was the season finale. And the next thing you know, in like three days after that, it went viral and he had 54 million people following the video. And now he's like famous. Now he's in Hollywood. He's, you know, he was at, uh, uh, um, the New Year's Eve in New York and, you know, just, he's just, he's jamming. He wants to be the next, um, James Bond. Wow. That's one of his goals. And I think that would be super cool because he's so, he really is a funny guy. The first time that I met him <clears throat> was um, in in the studios at, behind this, at the studios at Treva and Kevin's, Treva and Kevin show. It's a local TV show we have here. And um, they're on my TV 30 on Wednesday morning, 730, if anybody wants to watch. And um, he, I walked up and I said, Hey, and we introduced ourselves to each other. Cause I told him I was going to interview him cause I was doing backstage back behind the scenes interview. And so my 16 year old's with me, right? She's 15 at that time. And he goes, Hey, I'm DJ Pryor and I'm sexy. And I went, <laughs> she's 15. <laughs> I know. I was like, she's Oh 15. my gosh. Trust him, went, eh? I know. Trust he, goes, him. he goes, I'm sorry. I go, it's funny. So she's chuckling and I'm laughing, but I'm like, I'm not supposed to be laughing, but it was really funny, actually. It, at least uh, it caught us off guard. I can I just imagine. I can just imagine him saying that. I, I know. I give a. Sh I yeah, know, right? Ahead. So we definitely must have him on sometime. I also want to give a shout out to Mishak. Um, what is his surname now? I'm just trying to think what his surname is. Mishak Bavula. Um, he's a South African author. We haven't yeah, had him on the show yet, but he, like you know, guy. talk about yeah, talk about social media. Um, so Mishak wrote this book, Drowning in Own own tears and um he didn't have two pennies to rub together he's got a great story and talk about the power of social media he was looking for uh, a publisher and he literally wrote his book and he stood at the traffic lights with this placard um saying you know that he's written his book and he wants to get published and my goodness he was relentless he didn't give up and he got and he and one of the publishers offered him a deal and said you know if you could get X amount of supporters on on Twitter, we could, we'll do this for you, you know. And he went and he was relentless. Every single day he would put up his story on Twitter and he'd say, um, I can get this publishing deal if I can get X amount of followers. It was added relentless every single day. And simply wow. through his own 
efforts on social media, his book yes. went to bestseller. I mean, okay. he, it was it's just so, it just, to me, it was just, it can happen if you're passionate enough and you persistent and consistent, it yes. can happen for you. Absolutely. And tenacious. I mean, you know, you, you also have to be tenacious. I mean, even, even sometimes when you, when you're searching for a publisher, um, tenacity does pay off. Some publishers don't like it. Some are like, oh, okay. So this author is this author is real about what they're doing. They really want to do this. And so, um, yes, definitely is very important to be consistent and not give up because you're not going to hear yes the first time. You know, you need to send out rule of thumb between 30 to 50 query slash pitch letters to publishers before you stop sending them out. You could even do 100 if you can find that many to send to um, because the rejection, you know, the rejection rate so high. Um, and it's, it's just, it's a lot of research. It, you know, the writing is the fun part. All the other stuff is like that is the hard work grit. I mean, I, I even know what I'm doing right now for marketing and trying to collect, uh, the list of, of different things that I'm trying to collect for, for reviews and for podcasting and interviews and this and that. And it takes time to sit down and actually read through and research and find them and then do all that communication stuff. And, and it is time consuming, but it also, it goes to the territory. You know, you right. don't publish a book and then it just sits on the shelf in Barnes and Noble. I mean, you actually have to have sales in order for a book to get on the shelves in Barnes and Noble. You know, you can get it online. You, you know, Walmart will sell your books online, but in order to get them actually in the stores where more people see them, you got to have sales. Absolutely. And I can't believe it. We're out of time. <laughs> I know. We're like 15 minutes. <laughs> ha ha. Yeah. There we go. I want to say a huge big thank you to everyone who's joined us today and a special shout out to Joseph Carabas on LinkedIn and everyone else who watched us on LinkedIn and on Facebook. Um, thanks for spending the last 30 minutes with us. It was great and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Same time. Yeah. Same place. Yeah, and if anybody, if anybody has any questions or tips, please put them, you know, go to Writer's Corner Live TV group and put them in there. Join our group. You know, if you want to put your book in there, you want to talk to other authors, you know, please join us. So goodbye for today from Mary Jackson and Carson in Tennessee. And um, we look forward to seeing everybody next week. Absolutely. And goodbye from me, Jesse Limbanda in Cape Town in South Africa. See you soon. Mm -hmm.